Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? On today's program, we have Jeremy from J. Jacobs Ground in Illinois. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, Paul. It's a cold, nasty day here in Illinois. Well, I'm very thankful to have you back on the podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed our last conversation. We chatted a little bit about uh, Instagram and all of that, and it was a very um, helpful conversation for uh, many people that listened to that. Uh, as well as myself. So I kind of wanted to to start there and then work our way to your company, your landscaping business, your uh, company culture. So how have you been, yep. man? Yeah, no, it's been, we had a record setting 2022. Uh, I couldn't believe, you know, although my labor rates were up and stuff, we still did uh, like a whopping 23% on our uh, profit margin. So that was the best our gross was actually down a little bit, but we just were more efficient and uh, had an awesome year in 22. So looking forward to 23. We got some exciting things happening. I got some new employees that I'm really excited about. So I am. I probably have never been this excited about an upcoming season. That is fantastic. I'm excited as well. I want to start with your front yard, uh, Jeremy. I was looking uh, this morning at breakfast I was scrolling through your Instagram. Like I went all the way back to like when you started, I'm scrolling through the the videos and the pictures and just watching your growth. And there was an 8 million viewed video of your front yard uh, where you were just, di- you know, just diagonally striping it back and forth. I think you said it was like first cut four point something inches. And then, then you dropped the mower and you didn't cut it, but you walk us through that, that post that popped off and got, got your 8 million views. Yeah. So my yard, it's always been something that I've wanted to have a nice, have a a nice looking yard when I come home. So we irrigate our yard. I put lawn treatments on it and stuff. And so how many square uh, feet is that front yard? Cause it's a big yard. Yeah, it's a big yard. I mean, the front yard is probably about a half acre. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, 30 some thousand square foot, maybe probably less than that between 20 and 30,000 in the front yard. But we have three acres here where we live. Um, I guess the house sits on part of that, but Anyway, yeah, it was just important to me that our yard looks nice when I came home from work. And um, so, yeah, we we seeded it down and it put irrigation in and we cut it super high. Like when I when I cut it, like I said, probably four anywhere from four to actually four and three quarters. Um, and then I, I kind of came up with a little trick that um, not a whole lot of other people know about. But after I mow it the first time and stripe it. I'll actually pull the pin, I'll shut the PTO off, and then just drop that deck all the way down to the ground so it acts as just a steamroller and just really, now, is it very healthy for the grass? Probably not. You know, I'll get a lot of flack about guys telling me I'm rutting the yard up. Yeah, but that, that's good for the algorithm, the engagement. That, that's, <laughs> that's how I've got my yeah. claim to fame is, is exactly. haters, haters making comments. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, right. thank you. You need, and so I'll actually purposely hashtag um, people that I know will get underneath their bristle, like 
organic gardening and stuff like that, because I know they won't like me uh, putting lawn like nitrogen and stuff down on my lawn and, and I'll tag gardener or uh, yeah, organic gardening and it'll get them all bristly and all talking, which does help the algorithm. Another little secret there. And I know you figured it out. Oh yeah. I, I, I many, just have Jason Krill spray a house with grass and that'll go viral or spray, I, shoot, shoot the grass onto the driveway. And we do things and, and it's getting tough for me though, Jeremy, cause now I'm working with these big brands and I yeah. don't want them to like watch it and be like, this guy's an idiot. Like, I, but because yeah. I, I don't, my audience knows that we're joking around like the loyal folk, but I'm like, I don't want some marketer at John Deere or Lowe's or Kubota or whoever to watch my video and be like, hey, these guys are no good. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're hacking the algorithm to go viral and it's working, but go, go continue. Yeah. So anyway, it's just one of those things. And I posted numerous videos in my front yard. They all get a fair amount of attention. Uh, I try to not overuse that because I know if I just, post that it's gonna it's gonna wear itself out and uh but yeah probably every i don't know three times a year i'll post a, a reel and they always do really well uh, i'm kind of due for another one on uh time lapse in my front yard but i now, try to space them out so that i don't uh overuse it because I, I do get a lot of comments that like hey why don't you try a different pattern and here's the other secret about my yard i guess i'll go ahead and spill the beans now but um, a lot of times in the summertime if you're, if you're mowing a lawn, you've got like four, three to four different stripe patterns and they all compete with each other. Like if you stand in one spot, you can see the diagonals, you can see the straight ones and then you can see the checkerboard. Well, that's actually not good for creating a good time lapse because you don't want all this stuff going on. So what I'll do about two weeks before I shoot the time lapse, I'll go in and scalp the tar out of the yard. I'll, I'll cut her down to like, two and a half, three inches. It looks horrible. Neighbors were like, what's he doing? I'm like bailing huge chunks of uh, grass and it just looks horrible. But then I'll let that yard recover. I'll just let it grow for two or three weeks straight and it gets nice and thick and tall and it's just dark green. There's no stripes. You wow. can't see anything. And that's when you start with those brand new stripes again. So, and that's what makes it pop because <clears throat> it's not competing against the stripes that you did two or three weeks ago. So that's another little trade secret. There you guys uh, go. I told Aldrich about it, uh, but yeah, scalp it down and let it, let it just recover so that if you look on my time lapses, it starts out with a lawn that's perfectly green. There's no other stripes on it. Yeah. Well, you, and you have an advantage. It's not like majority of people listening to this don't live on three acres and you can't do this for your customer's yard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you, right. you, you have this per a lot of people and that's the other, you know, I get a ton of comments like, dude, I'd never waste that much time mowing the yard or you're not going to make any money doing that. It's like, I'm just laughing. It's like, dude, I did hey, this on Saturday. Yes. Thank you for feeding the algorithm. Like, and subscribe. Right. Appreciate yeah. it. Well, yeah, it's, it's a perfect scenario. You have a perfect pot of land. Now, my next question is, and, and this is just my content creator mind, just so intrigued by the success of this one shot of, of you doing that. I know you only yep. do it three times a year or whatever, but I was scrolling through and they all are highly viewed more substantially viewed than your other videos. And now, so how do you position the the camera? What do you use for time-lapse? Like walk us behind yep. the, of those type things. Yeah. So there's a road out in front of my house and literally you got to make sure the, the day of the time, um, time of day is right. So I try to hit it. It's about for me at my house, the sun is about the optimum from the road at like anywhere from three to five o'clock in the summertime. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll pull my Azuzu out on the road and I got a 12 foot step ladder that I put on top of the Azuzu. Wow. And time lapse, it's just an iPhone up on top of that. 
Um, now, what if so a car drive? Elevated. What if a car drive by? They see a ladder on top of a van oh, with a. Yeah, my neighbors think I'm so dumb. Like they, I. But we hardly get any traffic past uh, our house. Like okay. we're in a, you know, we're kind of in the the back part of it. So I don't get you know maybe two or three cars will drive by, but yeah, people will look up there and like what's going on. Um, but yeah, my neighbors think I'm nuts. But that'll give me the best angle. Um, and it really only, yeah, it only takes me maybe 25 minutes to, to mow it twice. Um, one of these days I am going to try to bag it, or I've also thought of using my 30 inch push mower on the yard because I know the 30 inch, it would take forever, but I think it would look really cool with a bunch of tiny little stripes too. Um, it'd just be something different. Yeah. Now, how did I just found this out like a couple weeks ago? You made a comment on my Instagram post. I didn't realize that that X mark booth at the Equip Expo. I thought that was from like some magazine. That was actually your picture <laughs> that they had as showcased yeah. at their booth. Tell us about how that all came to be. Yeah, that's really cool. So back in 2020, uh, X Mark sent a camera crew out just to catch some uh, B-roll of our company. Uh, they spent two days with us. They also came to our house. They they brought a drone and and camera guys and took a bunch of photos of our yard and they liked them so much that in uh at the gie i think in 2021 and in 2022 our house was the backdrop uh the main photo for their booth it was so cool i walked in there i was like totally shocked and i was like got my camera i'll take a picture of it send it to my wife right away and thought man this is nuts but um yeah i mean we built the house and it is kind of a it's a craftsman style house. I think it's got some curb appeal and then you dress that with a really nice lawn in front and it's a good combination. So super happy to work with X mark on that. Um, I should be charging more for it, but you know what, if, if it gets my name out there more, that's okay. And you got to charge more for it, man. <laughs> I've been helping, uh, Fullerton and, and Naylor and Caleb Allman and these guys, man, everyone. But look, but Paul, I've been watching and your, your sponsored posts don't do so hot. I think, I think Instagram sees that it's sponsored and they just take it. I did a collaboration with boss. Same thing. Got squat for views. I mean, it was way less than normal. Well, you, uh, it's nuts. Let, let me, let me explain a few things here. In the first, <laughs> the first point I was going to make is, in the lawn care business, in the landscaping business, and maybe you didn't make the same mistake that that Fullerton and Allman and Naylor and I and, and such made, but when we started, our prices were too low. So let's say we're charging $35 for a lawn when we should have been charging 45 And then yep. ev eventually we learned the, we learned that, hey, in order to be profitable, hit that 23% profit margin, we have to charge this to, you know, earn, earn, our, earn our time, pay for us for our time. Well, now as we are growing our social media and these brands are showing interest, the last few years, a lot of folks in the industry are making the same mistake. They're like, well, I'll do it for this, you know, pennies. And the, yep. br the brands are sitting there willing to pay way more. Like they, they, the way a big brand works is uh, let's take a, bil a billion dollar brand. I'm trying to only work with billion dollar brands this year, but ne nevertheless, they, they, they have a marketing budget. Let's say it's five to seven percent of their revenue from the year before. Well, if you're a billions of dollar company, that's tens of millions of dollars they have for marketing. Or in the case of Lowe's or some of these other companies, they have billions of dollars for marketing or hundreds of millions. It's crazy. So they take that money and they put it into a bucket for their marketing plan. And then within that bucket, they allocate it to different campaigns. So they have hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars set aside for a campaign and then but, you know, guys will come stumbling in and I'm like, well, I'll do it for this. And, and, but they had this big amount 
And so they'd rather pay a lot of money to a smaller creators because that's more emails for them, or pardon me, that's less emails for them, less headache for them. So like they want to pay us more. So anyway, I've been trying to help guys yeah. in the industry raise those prices. But let me say, say one more thing. I know guys were interviewing Jeremy. Um, guys are going to email me and DM me and say, shut up, Paul, let Jeremy talk. <laughs> but you touch, you touch my button. I want to share one more thing about the sponsored post. The content that does best for me is I'll just make the post and give it to the brand and then they can run what's called dark ads behind it. So for example, with Lowe's, I'll make a video and then they'll publish it, not me. And, 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 and then they'll run, a, they'll run ads behind it and they'll pay Instagram or Facebook however much money to get it, however many views they want. And then like, it's essentially they can pay 50,000 or whatever they pay to really blow that post up. So that's what I've been doing more and more is con yeah. content. Yeah, there's just different ways to go about it and different, uh, you know, for, and that I'm a little different from you because literally like I'll, I'll have, so for instance, we use the power shoot uh, deflector on our mowers. Um, and I'm not, I don't, he's not sponsored any of my content, but I'll post a video of me just using that. Um, and I can go back and look at my insights or basically, you know, the, the analytics of that post and it'll get, um, you know, 4,000 shares and maybe like 6,000 saves. So, mm -hmm. so 6,000 Instagram guys are hitting the save button on that reel because they thought it was either a cool product. And then also they're sharing that to 4,000 other people. Maybe it's their boss, maybe it's their coworker, whatever. And to me, like if I was power shoot, like that is a huge, um, I mean, it's reaching so many people that are, or it's this very direct target too. like, it's people that are hitting the save button because they like that product or they're mm -hmm. going to go check it out. Um, so that's kind of the companies. And, and I haven't, because I, I actually talked to my insurance guy uh, about, you know, doing all the sponsorship and it's, it's another bag of worms. And I don't know that I want to get into that right now, uh, but I know that it would work for these companies that have a product and they want to get their word out to use our accounts to do it. But do, you do have to be kind of careful of your wording in the description. Mm -hmm. There's rules about saying it's a sponsored post if you are getting paid for it and all that. Mm -hmm. So that's where, um, when I started talking to my insurance guy, it started, you know, just because if someone gets hurt, using, you know, trying to copy what you, you need to have all your bases legally covered uh, yeah. once you start getting it. Yep. Well, I'm, 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 I'm trying to help guys out there. There's a sponsorship coach. His name's Justin Moore. Um, he is on the YouTube. He does live streams. He's not doing one. Well, he, he, did, he does live streams every Friday at one o'clock Eastern time. And I watch him uh, every Friday at one. And then I do one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with him. And he helps me understand what the, you know, how I can help these brands be successful with their campaigns and that's uh, been a huge, huge help. So Instagram, I think last time we talked, I was trying to, you know, navigate how much I should use it and, and watching the content that I consume myself. And so here actually back in the fall, I actually bought a separate iPhone. I went out that day. I spent like 2,300 bucks that day. I, I had ran over my old iPhone with like a skid steer. What so was I your needed, old iPhone? What, what number? I had a, I think I had a 12. So I bought two okay. brand new 14s. Oh, wow. Uh, and one I only use for social media. And the other is my cell phone that I, that I, you know, do all my 
and they both are live. I can call from either one of them, but uh, I just, I really have limited, I don't bring it into the home anymore, that social media stuff. And wow. it's really helpful. So I'll keep it out in my truck. Um, and that way, when I get home at five o'clock till when I get back up in the morning at five 30 to six, I'm not on that. Wow. And so it's really helped. And, um, you know, it, it, it just, when I'm home, I'm there for my family. I'm there for my wife. I, my mind's not going to places that it really doesn't need to be. If people want to get a hold of me or they have a question, I'll just answer it, you know, during our business hours. So that's wow. something that I have done. Um, so far I can, I can tell a difference. Um, and it's, it's really helped curb that amount of usage on my half. So, so, so with your, that, that phone you leave out at 5 PM, do you have any other way to access Instagram from within your home after 5 PM? I mean, I could, if I wanted to, I could log on with like a desktop PC, but not, I don't have an app installed on any other device in the house. Um, so I would have to log in on like a desktop PC and I just, it's clunky. So I don't do that. Wow. So 5 PM, you know, until you go to bed, you, you are focused on uh, your family and, and being present. Yeah. And I mean, there, there has been some exceptions where I've uh, had, you know, I'm waiting on a DM back from somebody or something. So I'll bring the phone in and just check that. But in general, 90% of the time, the phone's out there in the truck when I get home. And uh, when I get up in the morning, I do my, you know, I, I hit my knees first. I pray first. I usually do a, a little exercise workout and then I come back, I read the Bible, um, get something to eat. And then I usually do make an Instagram post first thing in the morning after all that. That's it's something I've kind of started doing here right about 6.30 to 7 central time. I try to spit out a post um, on Instagram. That's kind of my posting time here. Yeah, that's that good. That's like 7.30, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. and then, yep. And then the... Yeah. So when you pray in the morning, you literally get on your knees and pray like kneeling or was that yeah. a figure of speech? That's great. Oh, no, no. I, I hit my knees on the side of the bed. Um, that's, you know, sometimes it, it's actually easier for me to do it in the morning. Uh, in the in the evening, I pray, too. But sometimes I find myself praying uh, not on the side of my bed, but like on top of my bed. Uh, I don't know. Then I end up falling asleep. But. Yeah, in the morning, just roll out of bed, hit my knees, and ask God for grace and safety, and pray for my kids. And wow, uh, yeah, so that's fan. That's really inspiring. And the social media thing's inspiring as well. Uh, Josh Sutton from Sutton Outdoors. I was watching his Instagram. I think it was last week's story, and he made a little box that he put his phone in. I forget what. Uh, if it was custom made or if he just bought it at the store or whatever, but literally he took his phone and he's like, I'm putting my phone in the box guys. So I'll see you tomorrow. And then he spent time with his family. So um, yeah. I, I think what you're doing is even another step because you're going to get convicted. If you start walking out to your work truck to get your phone, if it's not like sure. really um, purpose purposeful, you're going to be like, what am I doing? But I guess a right. box could be easier to just walk the other room and grab it and, and start scrolling. But um, yeah. And so, I'll just, this is a little deep, but I think I'm going to share it anyway. So like last fall, last summer, I actually felt like I was serving social media, almost like a God. Like it was, it was telling me what it wanted Wow. because there's rhythm to it. And then I was, I was doing my best to serve that. Um, and it, it almost became more of a priority than serving the true God. 
And it was so convicting to me. And I felt like I couldn't give it up. Like it was something that I, I needed to have, or it was a necessity. And, um, that's just false. That, that's so false. And so that, that feeling I had to start curbing that. And so this was one step by buying that second phone. It was one step away. And now, honestly, like the last couple of weeks, there's actually been the thought like, you know what, do I even need social media? Like it, it's really helped me break that relationship addiction with social media. Like I, I feel like now I could take it or leave it. Honestly, I really could. Even though I invested a thousand bucks in a new phone, I could probably just disconnect that line and not even reinstall the app on my current cell phone and it would be fine. And so the Lord has helped me. Um, and it's really his work. We don't know what the future holds for anything. And uh, you don't want to rely too heavily on something that's, you know, in somebody else's, you know, that's always what's worried me about, you know, getting highly invested in, in YouTube or something or relying on that income is like, dude, you, you don't control that. If they want to pull the plug on your account, they could, or shadow ban you or whatever, they can do whatever they want and you can't do anything about it. So, um, that's just been one scary thing about all that cyber stuff is it's out there, but you have no control ultimately. Yeah, no, that's so good, man. Ooh, we, I'm, 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 I'm very invested. And so it's like, I had that thought probably last week. I was like, man, I, I'm so invested with this podcast. My audience trusts me to show up every single day. And with, uh, yeah. you know, posting on the internet and, 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 and a lot of my income is derived through, you know, serving these brands and things of that nature. And so I just thought like the other day, I was like, if I didn't have all of this, like my career is invested in this space. I truly, if I was just a regular guy, you know, I would truly would not have social media. Like I wouldn't have Instagram. I wouldn't have any of it. Like I, yep. it's this love hate relationship where the, it distracts me. It can seduce me. It can, there's nothing good about it, but the, I guess the good, I guess the one thing that's good about it is I got, I'm connecting with you right now, Yeah. you know, through Instagram and DM and be like, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? Yep. And I'm connecting, um, communication wise, you know what I mean? But, yep. oh man. It's... No, I, I really think that it does go down to the, the heart. And, and I feel like last year I got to a point where I realized that maybe a huge reason why I had Instagram was for pride or for self or for um, things that were contrary to God's word. You know, that, that was maybe the motivation for posting stuff rather than trying to really help other people or mm -hmm. actually just trying to put food on my table. Like, like you're doing, it's your business. This, I feel like it's different. Like you said, if you were just a common old Joe, you didn't have the podcast, you probably wouldn't have social media. You just said that. And so that says your heart, but if you are trying to just post stuff about yourself, just so people gave you a pat on the back or just so people could see you and look up to you that wouldn't feel that great inside because uh, it would be coming out of a spirit of more pride or something like that. So that's kind of, I think where I had gotten was I was really looking at deep down, like why, what's your why in doing this? Um, and that's kind of what prompted that. But I feel like, you know, I would, if I was you, I would, yeah, don't feel, I'm not trying to come down hard on anybody that's invested heavily in it, especially if that's what you're doing as, I mean, that's your main income source. So you have every reason in the world to be part of it. So, right. But it is like you brought up a valid point that 
Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Sync Live, there's going to be demonstrations, educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now, you can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, you will be as well to register all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes we hope to see you in atlanta this february hey you yeah you you're out there in the field mowing lawns making money working hard but for every dollar you make you're worried worried that you spend too much worried that you won't make payroll or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake simply put you don't know your numbers You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. I guess like in the – why mutual funds work is because you're diversified across – a ton of different companies. So even if one company um, is struggling a little bit, well, you know, if, if McDonald's is having a rough day, you know, Lowe's or um, uh, Coca-Cola is probably having a good day. So your mutual funds probably winning, you know, diversification. And so yep. like the, there's a diversification of YouTube, right? Like Fullerton's making a bunch of that YouTube money and Al Blades, those guys are, their AdSense is a lot, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's a lot. Um, but then there's Instagram and they, they, they have ways they pay you with the reels play bonus. And then there's Facebook. They have a reels play bonus. TikTok has a creator fund, of course, sponsorships. You can spread those across all of them, but there's, um, you know, one switch from any of those companies, TikTok or, um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I mean, they could just, like you mentioned, they could just shut you off or, or shadow, you know, they could quiet you down or they could shut you off in one decision. And it's like, yeah. I guess you're diversified if you're on, and I'm on Amazon as well. That's my like Amazon um, shoppable videos. So like if you go to um, buy something on Amazon, I make videos where people can like right before they check out, they can watch my video. 
uh, which is really <laughs> cool. Um, it's called Amazon Shoppable. So yep. I'm doing those like um, that's like my favorite. I love making those videos, but um, huh. never heard of it before. Yeah, you could make them. Um, you have to be an influencer. It's called the Amazon Influencer Program. And then you apply for that. And then you have to submit three videos and apply for the Amazon uh, shoppable uh, yeah. videos. So like huh. if you you ever buy anything on Amazon. Oh, yeah. So right before you buy something, there's pictures, images and videos. You can publish those videos as an influencer. And then if somebody watches your video, whatever they buy next, you get a commission for if you're if you were the last video before they bought something. So yeah, I got like 245 videos out there on Amazon. Oh, man. Um, but um, all, all out there chopping the weeds or what? No. So I've got my coffee maker. Um, I got um, my like podcast uh, lights and cameras and action and podcasting board and all, all my all my tech okay. stuff. I have all my my grill stuff, uh, like my pellets from my uh, Traeger grill and all that stuff. I have all my toiletries, like all my deodorant, like anything and everything in my home. Not huh. everything, but I'm working on it. I just take a little one minute video. I put it on Amazon. And then if someone watches that, whatever they buy next, excuse me, I get kickback. I get a commission. And so, wow. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You, Amazon influencer. Uh, check it out. Um, if you're in, if you like making videos, like one to two minute videos. Right. Yeah. Um, but I say all that to say like, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'm diversified across the five, but if they all wanted to shut her down, you you you're right. They're they're control, yeah. they're controlling you, which is um interesting. <laughs> yep. So I guess make make hay while the sun's shining and they're still letting you out there, Paul's just kill it while you can because oh, you never I know when they're yeah, I, I am. And y'all, y'all, y'all who shop on Amazon, you'll probably start seeing my face pop up because it's wild. Um, like I went to my sister's for Christmas and she had this play set as like a kitchen for a little like three year old. And okay. uh, that video's popping off on Amazon. But um, I got all kind of videos. They, they have nothing to do with lawn care. This is just a little. Well, a few of them have to do with lawn care, but I'd say like 95 percent of them have. They're not lawn care related. They're just. um it's called an Amazon influencer. I mean, I just ain't something yeah. to buy on Amazon, but yeah. Yeah. That's what that, that did. I heard something on the radio here recently, or somebody was talking, there was a huge, uh, like password online password protection agency. They got hacked. Did you hear about that? No, we got 10 minutes though. Cause I'm, I'm, yeah, on, I'm on the free zoom plan. So um, okay. <laughs> I think it will hopefully give us a warning when we have our two minutes, but keep, keep going. No, it was just, I, I was just talking about cybersecurity and, uh, you know, when you have a, like I, we use QuickBooks mm -hmm. and so I talked to the insurance agency about like cybersecurity and what happens if, if something gets hacked into QuickBooks and all of a sudden somebody's got a hold of all my customers, credit cards and stuff like that. Um, and so that, that's something I actually met with him just this week. So I haven't looked into it far enough, but we probably will be buying some extra cybersecurity insurance as a company just to kind of help different things like that. But that's, that's a whole different story we don't need to talk about. So, yeah, no, that's very, 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 I think important. Just like we need to guard our um, physical, you know, backpack blowers and weed eaters and string trimmers in this digital age we're getting into, we got to definitely be mindful of all of that. So for sure. Yep. 
Well, I really appreciate Jeremy. Your um, I'm I'm in the sanctification process because it's like. <sighs> I mean, I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day, like, I think it would be foolish for me to shut it all down because I've, I've worked so hard to build this audience and build this. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to come from the place where I am going to be on social media, I am going to produce content. How do I put Jesus first place and, and, and social media in fifth or sixth place or fourth place, wherever, you know, like in the, in the hierarchy of priorities, what, what other tips do you have for me? Because it's not... when I say it's sanctification, I'm not, there is idolatry. There is pride. There is glimmers of that, but I got to get those taken care of because yeah. I, I'm not, I don't think it would be wise for me just to delete everything. Um, I think that would, for my situation, be foolish, but how, how do I get that pride and distraction and idolatry cleansed from right. my mind and life? Yeah, boy. Cause the, the more you expose yourself to iniquity, the more you get callous to it, or you're just like, Oh, I'll just swipe up to the next, whatever. And like, so those, those swear words or those, those, uh, videos that they're trying to reach out to excite the lust of the flesh or whatever. Oh, TikTok, those, TikTok's the worst for those. Do you, do you, I, I, do you I've never been on TikTok ever. So dude, like Instagram, it's like, okay, you might see a female, um, yeah, you know, yeah. Insinuation with that a little bit here. TikTok, it's like, what in the world? Yeah. TikTok is, um, I, I, there's no way, and, and I know you and I are Christian men, but th- there's no way a Christian man should scroll through TikTok because you don't know what you're going to see next, and you don't want yeah. the algorithm. Ooh, t- right. Stay off TikTok, boys, yeah. and keep me accountable to not <laughs> scroll through there. Is I, I feel like in the Bible, God does call us to... Uh, I think it says set no evil before your eyes or, or do not, uh, I forget the exact wording, but I can look it up and find it for you at some point. But it does talk about if you know, don't do something that you know is going to be evil and put it before your eyes. So basically, you know, if you're, if you're somewhere and something pops up or you see a billboard, you didn't intentionally do that. But if you're so-called walking the edge by going up to a place where you've seen it in the past, that's when all of a sudden we're now accountable for that. And so that, and and you should feel it in your heart the first or second time. And then after that, you will start getting calloused and God talks about turning us over to a reprobate mind where he's like, you know what? I I've tried to remind you and you've, you've um, willfully walked away or you've willfully continued in this and I feel like that's where it gets really dangerous because um, the Bible talks about hearts that get hard and hearts that um, men allow themselves to to let the Satan get in there. And that, that's a really tough spot to be in and it's not the spot we want to be in. So I guess the, the pointer that I would say is listen to that still small voice in front of you. Don't go places physically that you shouldn't be and don't go places virtually. Um, that you know you've there's dangers there. Yeah, well, I'll tell you right now, uh, TikTok is dangerous. <laughs> so there ain't yeah. my coach, and he's not a Christian man. My my sponsorship coach, I was telling you about. Um, but he one thing he told me, and this is just good generalized advice. He says, Paul, you need to be creating, not consuming. Creating, not consuming. Meaning, if I'm going to click on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or Facebook, I click it. I make my publish, you know, my post and I get out of there. He's like, you, yeah. 
you can't, what you're doing as a, you know, social media influencer or whatever. I know that's so cringe, that word or whatever, but right. he's like, you got to create and not consume. What, what, it's really sunk home too, is now I've got kids. I've got a 14 year old daughter. Um, and honestly, I don't want her on social media. If I had a boy, I really wouldn't want him on social Ooh, media. Wee. And so that's where, you know, you don't have any kids yet. And, but that's where it starts hitting home is like, as the spiritual head of my house, I'm the example. And if they see dad at home on social media, what do they expect that they're going to be able to do? And so wow. that's where getting it out of the house was step one. My oldest daughter, she's still, she's like, dad, why, you know, I want you to just get rid of it all together, you know? And so there, there's that because we are, I feel like as, as men, as fathers, we will give an account to how we raised our children. Uh, just how, not how they turn out, but what we did to, to, um, sow the seed, so to speak. And so you got to be super careful. I believe as a father that you do, you're a good role model for them. Um, you don't want to lead them astray. So, so good. We got three minutes and 33 seconds left guys. I'm sorry. I'm so cheap. I got the, I used to have pay 15 bucks a month for zoom unlimited and I'm trying to save money. So I, <laughs> I shop at Aldi's and I got rid of my Zoom membership. Um, in three minutes, 20 seconds, you mentioned me coming out there in June. What, is this yeah. is this legitimate? Can I plan this, this on my calendar? I'm actually looking out over my backyard now and the pool will be nice and warmed up. We'll have it at about 85 degrees. The water will be at that point. We'll have our fire pit up and going. So, dude, my wife wants to host you here. She wants to make breakfast for you. We're going to take you to church. So make sure you either come over a, a Sunday or a Wednesday because we have church on Wednesday nights. You you got so, it. Hey, can we shoot? I'd love to shoot like a shop tour video and some content. Yep. Like we got to get some viral content. I was at the Lawn Tools and I said, if I'm coming, Jor Jordan's a eye doctor. I don't know if you follow the Lawn Tools. I yep. said, the only way I'm coming is if you give me a viral video. He's like, I got you. He's like, I got you. <laughs> and lo and behold, we he did his little rotary spinner thing on the steel oh, yeah. attachment. Like I didn't, I don't even think I left this property. I had a million views or it was the next day. It was like, I texted him. I was like, all right, we got the viral videos. Like I told you, it was like literally with, it was like right away. I was like, wow. Yeah. So hopefully yep. you can think up something. Oh yeah. We'll think of something and I'll make sure I uh, attach a big old price tag to it for you. Hey, you all about <laughs> I, I can, oh man. You, now you, he's not out. What's that? Now you're not coming out. No, I mean, it doesn't take much. With Jason Creole, we don't lay no stripes. We don't have no sun behind the street angle. Yeah. We don't have a, a lot. We just, I just get my phone out and film these funny videos and they get a lot of views. So um, I don't understand why. Well, I think I understand. I think it comes down to audience retention. If you can make like a 10 second video, will someone watch the whole tech 10 seconds? That I yeah. figured out, but you're, you are next level with ladder on Azuzu with the sun angle and the, you're, you're playing chess, dude. I'm playing checkers. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, one minute, 25 seconds. Uh, how can people connect with you? And, and, and then we're going to get, they're going to cut me off here. So you have the last yep. minute. Nope. So just reach out to me, J Jacobs grounds on Instagram. We don't really have any other places on the internet that you can find us, but just DM me there. I'll be happy to, to chat with you and get to meet you, but it's been good, good talk talking with you again, Paul. 
and look forward to maybe hooking up this June. Yes, uh, well, I'll DM you before 5 p.m. Central Time, uh, and we'll <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get it figured out. But I absolutely would love to, um, you know, get to meet your family and, and get to spend a day or so with you guys and go to church with you. And uh, really respect your walk with the Lord, man. You, you, iron sharpens iron. You inspire me to follow the Lord better. So thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you, Paul. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation, man. There are some quality people in this industry. I love connecting with Jay Jacobs and just so many of you guys who inspire me to be a better person. And, and that's one thing that I really cherish and appreciate about this community in Genesis, it says it's not good for man to be alone. And I know a lot of people take that and talk about, you know, well, you need to get married so you're not alone. And I think, of course, you could uh, pull that from that um, statement. But I also think when it says it's not good for man to be alone, it's also that we get plugged into this healthy community. And I'm, I'm just so appreciative uh, to Jay Jacobs over the years for his honesty and just the discussions that we have around social media um, and just the the friendship, and and I and I hope it'll work out where I can get to go to Illinois and get to hang out with them in person, his family and and uh, his crew, and things of that nature. I know I mentioned I want to talk about the culture at his workplace, but we just kind of got into a rhythm there on on social media, and I thought that the episode was uh, at least it was helpful to me. So if you're still listening at this point in the episode, I'm sure you found. Uh, value from the conversation. Well, coming up, guys, if you want to get more plugged into the community, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, we have several events right around the corner. On March 1st, 2023 is the Jobber Summit. Um, That's going to be an online event. Alex Rodriguez is going to be there. Uh, Luke Hansen from Company Cam. I'm going to be speaking at it and several others. Uh, So that event is free. It's virtual. It's a Jobber Summit. The link is in today's show notes. Uh, We also have the Kohler event coming up February 19th through 22nd in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Link in today's show notes for that one as well. Really looking forward to that event. That's an in-person one. Again, it's in Mississippi. And uh, it's quite quite a drive from the New Orleans airport, but I think that's the closest airport by nearby. I flew into New Orleans a couple of years ago and then took a shuttle up to the event. But um, this year, I think I'm just going to drive on over by the time I go to Atlanta airport, New Orleans airport and parking and security and all that stuff. I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just enjoy listening to some music and driving over there. I, I actually think it's therapeutic to mow and to drive. I, I like both of those things. Oddly enough, just not in traffic. Uh, not driving through land traffic, but like if you're on a highway and you're going 70, 75, and there's not much traffic, that's therapeutic to me, driving through Alabama and, and uh, Mississippi. Uh, let, next up is Sync Live. That is a short drive for me. It's in Atlanta, Georgia at the Cobb Galleria, February 6th and 7th. It's a Monday and a Tuesday at Monday, 3 p.m. It starts with like the, the trade show part of it where you'll be able to Walk around and see the booths, and, and Jeremiah Jennings is going to be there. My boy TJ Buchanan will just be hanging out. And then all day on Tuesday, that event will be going down. Um, there'll be a lot of educational trainings on uh, Tuesday as well. I'm going to be hosting one of the panel events. And uh, all throughout the day, there'll be education on, on how to build a better team, on how to use technologies and softwares to, to help uh, efficiency, and all kind of educational trainings from, from guys who are smart and uh, they're bringing in some heavy hitters for the the talks and the um, panels and all that. And then last but not least on January 28th, 2023, it's the podcast summit. And that's another free event at Caleb Allman's brand new shop. So 
They just finished building the shop in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and Caleb's having a grand uh, grand opening for the community to come and hang out. There'll be a ton of podcasters there podcasting um, from the Fence Industry podcast. Dan Wheeler will be there. Uh, Jeremiah Jennings will be there from the Growing Green Landscape podcast. Uh, Naylor will be there from the LCR Media podcast. Of course, Brittany and Caleb uh, will be there from the Kid Contractor podcast. I haven't heard if Fullerton's making it down or not, but um, perhaps he might stop by. I know he's got a, a little baby coming here very soon. So, you know, hit or miss if he'll be coming, but um, there'll be a ton of other uh, folks there um, trying to think. I'm not sure if Andrew Martinez is coming up, but um, anyway, I'm going to be there. Caleb's going to be there. Uh, Naylor's going to be there. Wheeler's going to be there. Jennings is going to be there. And uh, I'm sure I'm leaving some other podcasters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Marty. Um uh, Mac and Steele are going to be there. They're, they're some new podcasters. Love those guys. Um, we've had them on the show. Want to have them on the show again, hopefully at the podcast summit. Um, Cornell Mack and um, Cedric Steele. Um, so hopefully I got their first names right. I just know them by their last names, Mac and Steele. But um, yeah, they're, they're going to be there as well. So that's January 28th. So again, the, the links to all these events, um, One's in Carroll, Ohio, one's in Atlanta, Georgia, one's in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and then one's on the World Wide Web. Um, all of that information Marty is going to put in the show notes, so you can check it out there. All righty, that buttons things up. As always, great chatting with Jay Jacobs. Woo-wee. He is uh, he's a man of God, and he inspires me to be better in all areas of my life. So hopefully we can get him back on the show, maybe even in June when I go, uh, Lord willing, to visit him. Uh, we could plan something then. So thanks for listening, guys. And check out the YouTube channel. We'll have uh, clips from this podcast. And um, we're posting all kind of video content on our YouTube channel. Uh, check that out. It's the Green Industry Podcast over there on YouTube. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.